Hello, welcome to Utterly Geek Dissects. I am Darren Bell. I am joined with Steve Petrella and Chris Walzik for our first monthly dissects. We're going to try to keep this to a monthly pace this year and hold ourselves accountable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what what happens if we don't, though? Th- then I get sad at myself. Oh. So, okay. nothing Well, if changes. it just affects just you, then I'm okay with it. Yeah. All right. That's. I'm glad you're all willing to make that sacrifice. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. But welcome to Dissects. This is where we take one particular title and drill down and try to pin what works and maybe doesn't work within the title. Where started off as an idea of hoisting games that we love to a higher, but we might have some stinkers in here. Possible. I, I'm curious Possible. about the stinkers, considering a lot of our list right now is currently just games that we want to praise a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that was the in- intent, but I, we've been rolling ideas around. Anyway, we'll see if we ever get to bad games, but today we're talking about Nomada Studios Gris. Or Grease. Grice. Grice? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh no, that's Ooh. a new one that I've heard. Ooh. Oh, Jesus, now I really don't know what the hell to call this game. Grice, Grice sounds terrible. No, I, think yeah. I think it's Gris. <laughs> I think it's Gris. I think it's Gris. But I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, this game was released December 15th, 2018, so it's a very recent release. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nomada Studios, this is their first ever game, so this is not only a brand new game, this is a brand new developer. Yes. Surprisingly published by Devolver. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a Devolver joint. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm glad that they're leaning into this kind of uh, this kind of a title. Mm -hmm. Uh, The only other big names that I could find associated with it, quote unquote, big names. uh, Conrad Rosat designed all of the visual art and the visual aesthetic of this, and this is his first non-painting medium, like animation and, and things like that he's had a number of different uh art openings art galleries yeah and it's it's all very much watercolor that for me the visuals are one of the most striking things about gris yeah yeah is that it looks like a, a literal moving painting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i found myself using the screenshot button on my switch more than any other title within Gris. It just sets up so such instantly memorable and amazing views throughout mm. the entirety of this yeah. game. Uh, and the music was written and performed by Berlinist. Uh, this is very string-heavy, very orchestral sound. Uh, Berlinist has been making music and putting out albums since 2012, mm-hmm. from last I saw. And this is the first time that they are working with Canrad Rosa as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of this, all of this company, this band, this artist, they're all based out of Barcelona, Spain. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's called Gris. For those of you who don't know, we looked it up. Gris translates to gray. Yes. Unless you're from cold northern countries, in which point it means pig, but that doesn't have any bearing on the conversation. It could. It could. We just started talking about this game. It could. <laughs> it could. <laughs> you never know. <sighs> but yeah, I mean, I haven't played a good game like this in a while. Uh, it, essentially, it's a 2D platformer. Mm. 
but it really slow rolls the mechanics out to you. Yeah. The very first scene, the very time, first time you take control, you can literally just slowly walk or fall down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't even jump. Yeah, I noticed that. Like, I was pushing all kinds of buttons, and it's just like she just kept falling. So I was like, okay, well, all right. I the game is forcing me to only walk. So yeah. fine. <laughs> and I I think that's really effective. That opening scene in really tempering your expectations for what this game is going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The very first time you get control, the only thing you can do is walk very slowly mm-hmm. or trip over yourself. Right. Yeah. And, and so there's like, definitely no, you're a, gonna... there's definitely a reason to the story why that would be. Right. And and we'll we'll get into that. The story yeah. I think is one of the stronger parts of this game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, essentially, well, why don't we get into that? The, the entire game starts with just a very extreme close-up of the main character's face. Mm-hmm. And she's singing. And all you hear is, you don't hear words, you just hear like tonal singing. Right. And then suddenly her voice is cut off. Mm-hmm. And she's standing in a giant stone statue hand. And she starts to crumble, the hand crumbles, and then she just lands in the desert and that's where you start. Right. Mm-hmm. So already we've seen a scene of panic and flailing. And then you just left to deal with losing your voice. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it just it goes from there. You end up going through the desert. You end up finding a giant oasis, which is kind of the closest thing to a hub world. But it's all kind of destroyed and rotten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's what looks like what used to be a giant tree in the center. Mm-hmm. And there's no written words in any of this game. It's all iconography, the way it conveys yeah. its information. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, because at the end of the tutorial is where you restore red, right? Yes. Yeah, it's red first is the very first one. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, so at the end of that, you end up restoring red to the world, so everything takes on this really harsh, dark red tone, and you end up going through a red desert. And... So you're going through all these different challenge areas, restoring different colors to the world, and as you do, it literally adds that color to the color palette of the game. Yeah. And it's... Man, the feels in this game, that <laughs> coupled with all of the string all the sound, all the... Everything is just so expertly married together mm-hmm. that it's really difficult for me to separate them all out. Like, the music and mm-hmm. mechanics and everything just works in such perfect harmony, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd say it's more it's more of a, an experience than a game basically like yeah. it's, i mean it's a it is a game and it has it actually has very good gameplay i think but all of it together is more of, of an experience and they all play on each other and i think that's the effect that they wanted to have and it totally fucking works and it works perfectly i think right yeah and some people consider like a game to have some kind of fail state which there is none there's no way that you can actually like lose or die i don't i don't know like because i mean you know later on you're getting chased by different creatures and monsters later on but 
I never tried to see, like, if I could get killed by it. Uh, I just basically was like, all right, I'm just going to keep going. But I got, like, an achievement for never getting attacked or never getting hit. So that one I didn't get, and I can't tell you where I got hit. So la- mm-hmm. later on, okay. there's an there's a whole underwater sequence where you gain the ability to swim, and you're being chased by a giant inky black eel. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is one of the only parts that I legitimately was terrified at. <laughs> yeah. There's a point where it all goes dark, and you've got, like, basically what looks like a little tiny flashlight to try to see ahead of you. Mm-hmm. And slowly, slowly gets darker and darker, and suddenly the inky fucking eel just springs up out oh, of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> scared the shit right out too. of me. <laughs> yeah, it scared the hell out of me, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't, uh, it's it's just when you're, it's just when your guard is down and you think that you're okay and you're like, all right, I'm, I'm gone. I've swam away from it. And then it's just mm-hmm. like fucking there again. <laughs> and you're like, Jesus, <laughs> go up, go up, go up. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I got, apparently I got hit there cause I didn't get that one. Mm. So there are, this brings me to really my only big criticism of it. Okay. Is that there is the challenge menu that you can access from the pause, but yeah. literally it is blank. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you have no indication of any kind of a hint as to what you need to do. You just mm. know there's a thing I can do with zero guidance as to what that thing you can do might be. Mm. Like once you get one or two of them, it becomes apparent, oh, okay, there's something in each of the different chapters that I can do. Yeah. But as to even a slight hint as to what that is, I don't fucking know. <laughs> right. And some of that stuff is really, really important to the message and the story of what Gris is. So Gris in and of itself ends do, do we end up being super? Yeah, we're going to be super spoilery, so we'll... yeah. It ends up being a game about dealing with the five stages of grief. Mm. And that's why it's called Grey. Mm-hmm. So each of the different chapters is you processing through one of the five stages of grief. And you're not really told why. You just know that... Well, you're assuming it's over the loss of your voice. Mm. Until you gain it back. I kind of thought of it just more of like it was the player character's like i guess maybe inner persona or something like you're not necessarily the person that you're playing as but you're playing as some Mm. kind of uh i don't know mental image of of herself Mm -hmm. so i kind of i kind of felt like it was maybe her just going through some kind of depression that that she's trying to battle through so did did you pick up on that before you saw the second ending Right. Like, that's that's what I thought what it was about <laughs> until <laughs> I saw the second ending. Right. Then it's, and, and, then it's much more clear as to, like, what it was about. Mm-hmm. So throughout that game, you're going through each of the different chapters, but each chapter has... they end up, There's no indication as to what the hell they're called in-game. All the guides online, I saw them indicated as mementos. Mm-hmm. And you really have to go out of your way to find and collect these little little balls. And in true indie style, once you collect all of those, a secret second ending is unlocked, which recontextualizes the entirety of Gris. Mm-hmm. 
and is one of the most beautiful things that I've ever seen. <laughs> and it, and it, it, it took this game from being, oh, this is a pretty neat little art project about grief, to being, oh, no, this is some real shit someone's working through. Uh, yeah. yeah. And it turns it, it, it elevates it, in my opinion, to a much higher status than I had when I finished it the first time around. Mm-hmm. In that second ending, you end up seeing the main character flashing back to when they were... I, I, I think it's a child. She She's definitely a child. She's not an adult in this. Yeah. yeah. But all of the imagery, all the repeated imagery that you've seen throughout the game, there's a lot of statues of women holding out their hands, and you're collecting stars which orbit you in a very particular way. You end up seeing the main character as a child being given a lightning bug from her mother who is in the exact same position as all of the feminine statues that you're passing mm-hmm. and she hands her a lightning bug which begins spinning around her in the exact same fashion that all of the stars you've been collecting were passing around you Yeah. so it recontextualizes the entire game as being this woman regardless of her age I'm not sure how old she actually is she's probably an adult by this point Mm. dealing with the loss of her mother. Mm. Yeah. And if you go out of your way, I took a look at the different things that you could do to accomplish the different achievements for the five stages of grief because there's an achievement for each one. Mm. And they are right in line. The, The events and the things that you need to do really help dictate those different stages. So the achievement for getting to denial, which is right in the beginning, as soon as you can jump, you've got to go back to where you initially fell and keep walking to the left. Mm. There's a big statue, a big fully intact statue of the mother to which she'll fall down at the feet of and you just have to let the controller be. Mm. Mm. And she'll slowly get up and that's when you get denial. Hmm. Anger is once you're falling through and you're in the black... There's a black and white area with a whole bunch of jars. Yes. And you Mm -hmm. have to smash the jars. There are three statues of your mother that you need to destroy to get anger. Hmm. Hmm. And you you can only crush three things before the game forces you on, so you have to know that those are the ones that you need to crush. Hmm. I I didn't go much deeper on (laughs) what you needed to do for all the other stages. Okay. But it's it's really powerful when you start doing that, and it again everything mechanically in this game lends itself to these feelings, mm-hmm. and, and they conveys it perfectly in my mind. Yeah, yeah, I really um, I really like held on to it and felt I've like it felt really powerful for me. Um, I did. I got after I played it. I went down the downward spiral of reading reviews, mostly mm. negative reviews, because I wanted to see like why the fuck would someone like. I mean, I could understand not like grasping the story or whatever, and just like it doesn't hold meaning to you or something. But like, I just wanted to see. So I read some reviews, and there was one person who thought that the idea of the game was that you defeat grief. 
And I really, <laughs> I was just like, I don't know if they that person played the same un- game as un- me. Understands or... in general. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I was surprised at that one because they gave it a really bad review and said that the that they they feel that the game misinterpreted grief and mm. that mm. you can never conquer grief, but in this game you can. And I don't think the game, in my eyes, the game oh, I don't feel was about that. You know, <laughs> like I feel it was about like understanding grief and understanding it now that it's now it's part of you and how to live with it. Yeah. And how to yeah and how to deal with this. But yeah, it was it was it was interesting. But it, I mean, but I think it's cool that a game like that can evoke emotions like that. You know, and, and have differences between people and. You know, we can look back at it and analyze it in that way, and I, I think it's cool that these little indie art games are doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a thought halfway through my playthrough, just l- fucking looking at this moving watercolor painting that's evoking intense emotions of fear and doubt and anger, and I remember thinking, if you told me in kindergarten when i'm playing super mario world on the super nintendo that video games will eventually look like the fucking louvre Mm. yeah i would not have believed you Mm. yeah it it is well well not only that but you tell your younger self and you're gonna fucking love it (laughs) yeah you're gonna enjoy playing this game also stop being a shit jrpgs aren't terrible (laughs) Would, yeah, it's... I would still tell myself they're terrible, but that's just... <laughs> <laughs> they can be okay. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's it's amazing. I I really enjoy Gris. I would highly recommend it to nearly anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like anyone who is reviewing this and giving it super negative, saying it's artsy fartsy crap and people don't go through this, clearly have never lost a parent. Uh, yeah, <laughs> because if you if you have, you would understand or or experience any type of immense grief. Mm-hmm. Like that, the last achievement you get. I mean, I got it unbeknownst to me once I finish it up. It says the end, and it's called acceptance. Mm-hmm. Yeah acceptance doesn't mean you conquered grief whoopee <laughs> it means literally you accept your grief <laughs> yeah yeah hey I, ign gave it like was it point two points higher than fallout 76 <laughs> yeah <laughs> right right so it's barely better than a broke-ass wannabe mmo yep, even though it's a col- totally complete and finished bug-free game yeah, I mean, okay. So I played it on Switch. Where did you guys play it? Switch as well. Switch. Okay. Did you ever have frame rate hitch up on you? No. no. I had it hitch up maybe once, and it was super minor. Mm. Like the, l- literally, that's the only quote unquote bug mm. is a slight hitch at one point mm-hmm. that was barely noticeable. Okay. Yeah, I was. It's... I was a. Uh... I kind of wanted to get it on PC because I noticed how, like, all the trailers were 60 frames. I was like, man, I, I fucking want that. I hope that – I don't know if it's – if it is that on Switch. 
but like i asked steve and he was like oh well, i don't know and so i bought it anyway on switch because i was like well i want my switch to be like my indie my indie yeah. system so i'll just fuck it i'll just buy it on there anyway but yeah it was it was 60 all throughout and i think it's i think it's stylistically kind of neat that the the core game was like 60 but some of the animations for like the little characters was like less than that so it's like this weird yeah. mix between like some things are 60 but some things are like like the little firefly things that fly around you they're like five frames per second or something like their little animation mm -hmm. is like super slow yeah. and jagged but like everything else is so fluid like it was a nice little marry between the two so I was actually, while I was playing it, it the visuals struck me and reminded me, did you ever see, you probably have, Steve, The Red Turtle, released oh, 2016? Oh, yeah. I love that movie. It struck me and reminded me of The Red Turtle in such a deep way mm -hmm. that I nearly shit myself when <laughs> literally The Red Turtle shows yeah. up in the underwater sequence and saves you. It's, I, I mean, they're both trying to tell kind of a similar story. I think mm -hmm. in, in much different ways, but just like a story, it, they're both stories of grieving mm. and stories of coping with grief. And yeah. So I don't know I if they that. used that as like part of it. Maybe they did, but I, I saw that as an homage to the red turtle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it, pro it probably was. It's man, go play Gris, culturalize yourself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the music the music was fucking oh, phenomenal yeah. too. It's it's basically this. I don't remember so much the tonality of it, if it was the same song being played throughout the entirety. Just each mm -hmm. different section that you're in highlights a different area of <clears throat> the entire orchestra. Yeah, yeah. There's, uh, I've I've been listening to the soundtrack a lot, and there's a same a lot of fucking different songs. And yeah. when I, when you're listening to it by itself, it actually you can kind of hear the stages mm -hmm. that they're that she's going through as well. Just listening to the soundtrack and understanding, like, um, like when you go into the forest section and you meet that little little dude, like this music is a little bit happier mm -hmm. and like mm -hmm. more like like you're exploring and like you're you're overcoming something a little bit so there's a little more serenity to it yeah a little bit more serenity like yeah there's and there's just all these like yeah there's more that are just like scary sounds and stuff like that it's really like if you listen to it in its entirety it, you can mm. hear all the stages and it's fucking amazing like it's just really well done mm -hmm. i'm gonna put it out there Little Block Apple Dude, best new character, 2019. <laughs> God Apple damn it. <laughs> he's he's just so innocent. All he wants is his little weird cube apples. Yeah. But, I, but I love it, too, because, like, even when even when he's eating the little apple, it's, like, again, it's, like, down to, like, five to ten frames per second while he's eating it. But then once mm -hmm. he throws that apple, the, it t suddenly turns into 60 frames while it yeah. falls down. I was like, what the fuck? What like, are they doing? Like, Jesus Christ, they really do fucking mix this shit up. Yeah, it's basically like a flash type situation. He has to vibrate at such a frequency, <laughs> and then in order to interact with things, they also need to vibrate at the same frequency. Mm -hmm. Little block apple dude can control <laughs> reality. But then you bring his little block, you bring him back to his little block family. 
with all the other little yeah. creatures and critters that live underground. Did you get him all of his apples? Because yes. there is an achievement mm-hmm. for that. I I must have missed one or two. I th- maybe yeah. I did. I yeah. I don't know. I think I maybe might have noticed on my second playthrough. I mean, I didn't finish my second playthrough, but um, I did try to like get as many as I could. Yeah. There, there's getting him all of his shit, and then there's singing all the birds awake is another ah, one. Ah, yeah. Yeah, I kind of noticed there were th- little things like that where it's like, okay, shit, these are probably things I should have been looking out for <laughs> to try mm-hmm. to get all of them. <laughs> Especially the bird singing one, because I was like, it wasn't until I got like three or four of them that I noticed they were waking up. I was like, oh, oh, fuck. I probably <laughs> missed shit. a lot of them. Because yeah, like, so, cause like some of them, because some of them are like in the walls and like tucked away. So it's like you have to like not only get to that spot, but also recognize that they're there because they don't move or anything, and it's kind of hard to see them unless mm-hmm. you're really looking. And then it's like yeah. then you actually have to trigger it, and then they like wake up or whatever. So yeah, I missed a bunch. And once I realized there was some in the walls, I was like, well, fuck, I probably missed a lot of them then. Yeah. And that's that's the thing that really, I mean, they have to gamify it in some way, so they have the mementos to collect. Right. But I feel like that last flashback is so important for the impact mm-hmm. that it kind of bugs me that it's locked behind uh, collect all these things. Hey man, at least you but don't have to sit on a, a wait and sit for a cloud on a cloud for three hours to wait for it to cross the entire fucking stage. And then just to Listen, get great is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sit on a cloud for three hours and then hope it doesn't red ring your Xbox. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it does kind of bug me that that because that is so important to the story. But then again, I think it's it's a way to get people to to stay with that game mm-hmm. and try mm-hmm. to try to collect all of that stuff. And like you said when you're when you are collecting like you said wally with like the birds and stuff you really have to look for it and i think that will make you more attuned to to like just looking at the environment and and analyzing the game itself and i'm sure that they that's what they want you to do you know so you should just analyze the environments and everything and how those environments play with the stage of grief that she's in Mm mm-hmm it's, it's absolutely gorgeous. And if you go to Conrad Rosette's website, there's a little bit of controversy earlier this week where Facebook blocked advertisements for Gris on hmm. nudity Oh, claims. my God. Oh, wow. Well, and Devolver just basically came out and issued a statement. Yeah, this is all bullshit. <laughs> like, that was their literal statement. <laughs> Which is such a Devolver thing. Yeah. Uh but if you actually read into the policy, the reason they pulled it is because they linked directly to Conrad Rosett's yeah. art page, and he has an entire line of nude art. It's very tastefully done. Oh, yeah. It's very beautiful work. Yes. But it is literally nudity. Right. So, yeah. Eh, I I kind of want to buy some of his art. <laughs> yeah, some of, some of the pieces are very, very good. And, mm-hmm. like, I... There's one particular one that's like, uh, it's a face of a woman, and uh, her hair is made out of all these daisies, like yellow daisies, mm-hmm. and there's like some bits of red here and there as well that's like dripped down, and I'm like, damn, that's so fucking good. Yeah, he's 
a master of his class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's great. Master of his art. Mm-hmm. We, we've kind of been skirting around it, but did anyone else feel like, hey, I'm playing another journey? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I was basically the way I... I think I when I got about halfway through it and I was trying to talk to people about playing it cuz I I kind of pl- I played it through like two sit throughs cuz it was one of those things where I was literally 5 minutes away from finishing the fucking game and I didn't realize I was 5 minutes away from finishing <laughs> the game but I stopped playing yeah. it that day but anyway yeah. uh but after I played it on my first sitting when I was telling people to get it I was just basically like hey just it's a 2D journey Go mm-hmm. fucking play it, and two D single player journey. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like, hey, if you like if you like Journey, and you want a two D version, single player version of that, go fucking play this game. And people were like, oh shit, all right, yeah, I love Journey. They even managed to fit in the sand slide scene. Mm-hmm. Yep, from an opposite <laughs> angle. <laughs> like that's that's the only difference. Mm-hmm. It's uh, yeah, Gris is one of those games that I'm gonna keep chewing on, and it'll pop up in the back of my head from time to time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it is so it's, short. Because it is like five or six hours that you could. Oh finish no, it. it less than three. Really? Yeah, took me less than. three. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, when I started it, like my first mm-hmm. sit, sit down, yeah, I probably could have finished it in like three, four hours. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Super short, super sweet. I would highly recommend it if you want an artistic think piece. Mm-hmm. Reach for Gris. And it's mm-hmm. cheap too, like, was it like twenty bucks? Seventeen. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> even lower. The price of a movie, and it and it basically mm-hmm. is the length of of a three hour film. Yeah. Yep. It's yeah. I can't. W- what did I write down last night? Oh yeah. Well, uh, yeah. We we hit all of it. Yeah. You have to you have to get those mementos, or if do like I did, get through it and then look it up on YouTube. Mm. Yep, that's what I did. Literally before I, we started doing this podcast, <laughs> it's it's just as effective to do it that way. Right. But if you really want to go for it, like I want to go back and I want to see all of the five stages, the achievements for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go through those. Right. It's it's a beautiful game mm-hmm. that I feel. We don't get enough of games like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, like you were it's saying, fucking like like mm-hmm. you like you were saying earlier in this podcast, Darren, where you saying of all people, fucking digital devolver was of all the fucking yeah. people to <laughs> just basically like, yeah, we'll throw money at it. It's like, what? <laughs> I you know, I have no idea what to make of devolver, but I love their moves. Oh oh mm-hmm. yeah. I love. Their whole presentation, their whole "we don't give a fuck." This is what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. I think they're. I think they're really just a company that sees something and they just say, "I like it." You know what? Fuck it. Mm-hmm. And that's what they do. They because I mean they did minute, which is a weird little game, and pretty much everything. Oh shit! Is, I didn't realize that was. That. Yeah, yeah. They released mm-hmm. that, and they, they just they do these weird little indie titles, and it's just cool. Even if some of them aren't good, there's they're out there you know and they're they're at least supporting these people who are trying to make a living mm-hmm. so yeah and their e3 show this next year should be robocop oh, themed yes 
if you follow the narrative that is their E3 shows. <laughs> Although I did, I did like the other week where uh, someone had tweeted at them that they were like, "Hey man, I want to buy Shadow War 2, but I can't really for it." They're like, "Cool, it's ten dollars for the next hour. Go get it." <laughs> like everyone was like, "Wait, what? What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, just on a whim they drop it by seventy five percent. That they game, definitely, that game they, company, they definitely have that like fuck you we don't care <laughs> we'll do whatever yeah. kind of mentality and i love it <laughs> yeah they're they are a breath of fresh air in the barren hellscape that is games mm-hmm. i'm so glad that they put gris out and i'm so glad that they're defending them in facebook and not like oh well you know we abide by facebook's policy and like no that's bullshit yep. yeah. <laughs> this is art yeah, man fuck yeah. you <laughs> So I I don't have anything else to say other than ev- everyone play Gris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I really have to say is I re- I highly recommend it. I mean, it is an amazing experience. The art is beautiful, the music is amazing, and yeah. jump in. I hope I hope it comes to other systems. I hope it comes to Xbox and PS4 eventually because I know that's like not everybody has a Switch, not everybody has a PC, and not mm. everybody has yeah. both. So. Like, I hope that it does eventually get ported over uh, to other systems so that way it's available for for everything. Because there's a couple mm. people that I want to recommend it to, but they just don't have either of those systems. Mm. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I guess I didn't realize it wasn't on the mm-hmm. other systems. It's only on Switch, PC, and Mac. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's on Mac. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know it was on Mac. All right, so there we go. There's one more system. <laughs> wow, this is incredible. So I'm looking at the Google search, and there's the reviews at the top. Steam, 10 out of 10. Metacritic, 83%. PC Gamer, 66%. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't like it <laughs> yeah. much. Either. That was the re- that was the review. Uh, uh, the PC Gamer <laughs> review is the one that says that's right that they didn't uh, they believe that it was overcoming grief and that they misinterpreted grief. Oh, so they don't get it. I get it. <laughs> it's fine. It's So that's the beautiful thing, is that everyone can have their own opinion. Right. And their own interpretation. You you were saying that earlier, Steve. Yeah. Even though they're uh, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> You're fucking wrong. <laughs> I said nothing. <laughs> um, yeah. I need to get my SD card out to pull off all of my... All of my screenshots that I took mm. for this. Yeah. At, at, at any point in this game, you can pause it, and that is a piece of art that I would love to have on yeah. my wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, thanks for joining us, I guess. I think that'll wrap up our discussion on yeah. Chris. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us this month. We're going to try to do these monthly, so we're going to debate internally over what the next title will be. But if you follow us on Instagram at Utterly Geek, you will know when we're about to do one. Mm-hmm. We'll definitely push that out a couple days before we record live. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're also available on Twitter at Utterly Geek. That's U-T-T-E-R-L-Y-G-E-E-K. And Twitter. If you follow us there and on Instagram, you'll basically find out where we are. You can also go to utterlygeek.com directly. That's U-T-T-E-R-O-Y-G-3-3-K.com. 
and take a look at our website that Wally designed. And <laughs> no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, I'm not, <laughs> I helped put together, but that is about it, man, I am not taking full responsibility. Wally did the artwork. Yes, and it's still, and it's still Let old, it's still that. old, it's not even some of our latest logos and shit. <laughs> Can also go it's to um, Anchor. Yes, our Anchor. Yes. Account. We do have an Anchor podcast page. Mm-hmm. And that is what we use to distribute on your podcatcher of choice. We're also on YouTube. The video of this will go up on YouTube, and mm-hmm. the audio will go up on all your different podcast streaming services. Thank you for joining us. I guess we'll see you next month. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sure. Yes. Sure. That's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, usually. We'll see you then. Until then, play more games. Yes. Bye.